you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. to another episode of the master plan i am a very sad michael flopkowski joined by a very sad connor DiBiase. um guys you guys know the only two teams that i wanted to win going into this weekend lost i mean how's that happen how do the vikings and the how are those the only teams i, I wanted to win how did they lose That's true. That's true. Connor got the jack, so maybe he's not as sad as I. But today we're talking about the divisional round. We have four games. We have some four very interesting games. We'll get to those today. Um, and let's start off, Connor. What is the first game? Um, so Jags Chiefs. Now. The Jaguars obviously completed one of the greatest comebacks in NFL history and NFL playoffs history on Yes. Uh what what a game, Connor. I mean, it was so entertaining and you and I were watching it and it was, first off, it was one of the more fun games to watch. Second of all, the NFL clearly wanted the Chargers to win the game. And then the Jaguars won it, which was very cool. And third off, honestly, I think the Jaguars are probably the better team. And I'm happy that they won. So, Connor, what what, what were your biggest takeaways from this Jags-Chargers game? Um, I think it was the Chargers chargering um, <laughs> as, as normal. I think uh, Doug Peterson might be the best coach left in the playoffs, just scheming his... Um, I mean, like, the way I watched these games and looked at losing teams and how they kind of changed the game plan at halftime, you saw so much change in the way the, the Jaguars played uh, and the looks they got and the way they ran routes and, and the whole game plan change. Um, trick plays started to come in, decision-making. Then I look at, like, I don't know, the Buccaneers down at halftime and they didn't make one single adjustment anywhere on the field of play. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like Doug Peterson is a really good coach um, and went for an absolute coaching duel um, this Saturday. But um, the Jaguars able to kind of overcome um, some unlucky plays, one of them. Right. Interceptions for Trevor Lawrence. I'd say two of them aren't on him at all. Um one of them was definitely on him 100%. He just didn't lead uh, the, the safety coming up. And the last one's kind of up in the air. It's not a great decision. Um, but then kind of storming that team back, the decision to go for two, um, the way they just kind of 
I mean, Eckler had two touchdowns, and yet he had 35 yards on 13 carries. Yeah. Um, no, the so Jags definitely – they played a very good game. I was I was definitely impressed by the with the way that they kind of carried themselves coming out of the second half. We all kind of felt like this game wasn't over, even though I even though I tweeted out bye bye Jags. I did kind of feel like this game. Yeah, I really did kind of feel like this game wasn't over. Um, and it wasn't. The Jaguars. The big thing that comes to me is the way ETN was used, and I think that's going to be a concern for the Chiefs. Um, despite. The ETN kind of getting almost completely shut down uh, to start this game. Right. Um, they went, came out of the second half and said, hey, we're still going to run you at Joey Bosa nearly every play. Um, and he ended up over 100 yards. Um, and, and this is a run defense of right. the Chargers that has not been good this year. But the Chiefs uh, have been all right. Um, but still going into like looking at the matchups, I'd say probably the same in terms of run defense. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, I kind of I listen, looking at this matchup, I like the Jaguars offensively. I think that they're definitely a solid team. I like Evan Ingram. I think he's had a really nice season. He'll probably get look for a nice contract over the offseason. Uh, Christian Kirk's been a great signing. Uh, maybe not for the money that he's being paid, but he's been he's been he's very good. The money he got paid, you kidding me? He's been good. Uh, obviously Zay Jones has been good in certain spots, certain areas. I think Zay Jones has been very good. Evan Ingram's had a complete bounce back year. Yep. Thanks for thanks for saying that, Connor. Appreciate you listening to me. What I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I like the Jags offensively. I like their offensive line. I've talked, I, Connor and I basically have talked pretty much during every single game. I like Brandon Scherf. I like raw. I think they have what Cam Robinson on that O line. I like their offensive line. I like ETN. I think their defense, they have um, Rayshon Jenkins, who's had an excellent season. Uh, they've had, they best free agency signing of this last free agency in Poyasade Olakun. Yeah. He's just been incredible. Yeah, he leads the league in tackles. So their defense is, I think, underrated for sure. Looking at Kansas City. And looking back, we were talking like during the draft, and Mike was like, what are they doing drafting this many linebackers? And I did a complete run-through of like how this linebacker core would look with Olakun and then drafting both Muma and um, – Devin Lloyd, and then moving Walker inside, and it's worked to perfection. Yeah, and by the way, Trayvon Walker's been good in the run stopping, but looking at Kansas City, Kansas City's, they're they're always a tough team to beat, and especially in the playoffs when you have a very experienced Kansas City team. I mean, this Kansas City team has been to the Super Bowl, I think, what, twice? Yeah, twice. AFC Championship games, I think, what, four or five years straight. They're very experienced. Patrick Mahomes has been here before. Travis Kelsey's been here before. The coaching staff has been here before. And they do have an extra week's rest, right? So they do have an extra week to kind of sort things out, get players healthy, all that type of stuff that you really would like to have. Um, in this matchup between Jags, Chiefs, Connor, who do you see, you know, who is the advantage? Who do you think is going to win and why? I think the talent advantage has to go to the Chiefs. Um, I think one of the things, though, I think that what the Chiefs have done all year is try to trick um, specifically a front seven. I think 
Jaguars have done the same. Both of these are very trick play, unorthodox play-esque based offenses. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that works in the favor of the Jaguars just a little bit. I think um, having like Walker and Allen set the edge is really, really strong to stop any out of plays. I think Ola Kuhn can stay with McKinnon very well. Um, I think Devin Lloyd will probably stay with him mostly. Um, defensively, I, I think Jacksonville's strength is the depth um, in there. See, I mean, you see these guys get Agnew like five touchdowns this season and go on a moment. Jones consistently, Zay Jones, Christian Kirk, and everything will get a ton. Um, you see a preacher Michael Hasty and he gets these 60 yard touchdown end around runs. And, um, mm-hmm. I, I think the make Jacksonville maybe has the best matchup in this division round. I, I agree. I, I do think that, that, that this is a very good matchup for Jacksonville. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I certainly like it. But I do have to say this I think that Kansas City, off of a bye at home, I, I don't love Kansas City this season, but I'm going to take Kansas City in this game. I, I, I do like picking favorites, but I like picking underdogs as well. But this seems to be where one where I may be rooting for Jacksonville, but I do think Kansas City is going to win this game. Connor, how do you see this one playing out? Um, I take Jaguars to cover, for sure, uh, 8.5. I think that's, that's reasonable. Uh, I think this should be a close game. I think it could end in like a Kansas City last-second drive type thing. Um, it might end on whoever has the ball last. I just think this will be a this will be a, a middle scoring game. I think offenses will start slow. Kansas City probably gets up a touchdown, maybe ten at some point, um, and all about adjustments. Uh, this is like you look at like head to head coaching matchups. For me, as a Celtics fan, I always look back in the bubble at one of the craziest coaching matchups I've ever seen between Brad Stevens and Nick Nurse basically changing their defensive schemes every single game after that the other. Um, and, and this this kind of game is like, how is how is Doug Peterson going to change his defensive scheme right. in terms of fighting this kind of uh, check down, very check down based in the city offense who still has the ability to hit you with a 70-year touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think McCole Hardman is supposed to be back Clyde Edwards Hilaire is supposed to be back though, not a big, big impact there. Um, but this is kind of a thing where um, who's going to match up with Kelsey uh, is an interesting question. Um, I, do you put in kind of a. I, like, I, don't, I don't know, really. I mean, he's kind of a matchup nightmare almost, right? It's kind of hard to predict. Yeah. Like, whether they put up safety or, an, or a linebacker, or maybe even a corner, it kind of depends on who you have. Um, yeah, I'd say I would lean in putting. I don't want Olakun in one on one. I mean, I was thinking Rayshon Jenkins, but he's more. I mean, he might be okay. It kind of depends. It'll be interesting to see how the Jaguars tackle Travis Kelsey because he is obviously. Uh, I think there's a chance they send Muma in one-on-one. Um, Devin Lloyd's too small, but Muma's got good size to him. He's like 6'3", 250, something like that. He's big, uh, and he's fast still. Uh, I think he's taking the type of matchup most games. Uh, I don't know. Rayshon Jenkins is, is interesting. I think they like him more as a Wilmer 
help yeah. defender. All right, let's talk about the next game that day. The Giants travel to Philadelphia to take. Sorry. We need to pick the teams. I picked the Chiefs. I said I I picked the Jacks to cover. Oh well, then go ahead. Then go ahead. Jacksonville Jaguars are going to the championship. All right, there you have it. All right, Giants Eagles. Uh, this one's in Philly. Uh. Listen, I like the Giants. I think what they did against Minnesota was they looked great offensively. But to me, that offensive performance, I don't think really means anything, to be honest with you, because the Vikings defense had either the worst or second worst performance of the week, depending on who you're talking to, because it was either them or the Bucks, right? One of those two teams. Um, the Eagles are on a week. They're on a bye. So they had a bye. So they had some rest. Uh, it it does matter whether Jalen Hurts is healthy or not. He's off the injury report. Yeah, so to me that that means to me I'm gonna take the Eagles. I don't think it'll be. I think the line at seven and a half is kind of crazy. I think it'll probably be a one score game. Definitely, uh, definitely a close game. I see this one. Um, but I like Philly. I like their offense. I think they're a little little more. I think they're dynamic offensively, and they're better defensively than the Vikings for sure, one hundred percent. And I just I prefer the Giants defense personally going into this match. Oh, oh, I, I think the Giants defense is better. Well, better to a certain extent, but I like Philly. I like Philly at home. I like Philly off of a bye. They've been more consistent at points of season, beating up on on maybe not the top echelon of teams. I think the interesting thing to do is that defensive scheming, um, for an offensive head coach and Dabble, the op- defensive scheming against the the Vikings was crazy, like really good. Um, the way they completely took out Justin Jefferson and double coverages and triple coverages and that they just trusted you guys in one-on-ones. I think you can do a similar thing against A.J. Brown. Um, obviously, T.J. Hawkinson had a good, great game. I'm expecting Goddard probably to do the same. Yeah, and um, then you obviously have Devonta Smith as well. You know, stuff like Devonta that. Smith's a screen pass guy. I mean, he, he he's so he's 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 decent though. I mean, I think you're underrating think, him a little bit. I think you completely trust Joy Jackson one on one with AJ Brown. Um, I trust that matchup, and then safety help over the top. I think you can completely trust Fabian Moreau to kind of match up well with um, with Devontae Smith. I don't think that's too favorable a matchup for the Eagles. I think. Derry Holmes can can run run with with Goddard. Um, interesting to note, I, I do think that linebacking core is weak. Um, I mean, Jalen Smith was starting for them last week, um, and he had a decent game. But uh, it'll be interesting if Nolan Collins will be good to go this week. Yeah, and it'll also be interesting to see you know how Hurts tackles like him him running himself, like how much they don't trust him to run on his shoulder. Right? I don't want him to get in a point where we entry seems high. Mm-hmm. He's not going to run that much. I agree. Um, He'll run when he needs and, to. And he, he would have an awesome running game. This linebacker course is not. Right. And, and it'll be interesting to see how Miles Sanders, I mean, tackles this game. I think I think the Eagles' offensive line has been fairly good this season, so I expect them to have a good running game, better than the Vikings at least, or at least more consistent. Oh, man. Something with the Eagles in, in in games that 
you think they can they can really pound the rock because they start passing the ball a lot. Really yeah, it's tough. weird. Uh, the second half of the season, after giving Miles Sanders an awesome season, over a thousand yards, the the last few games of the season, even when Gardner Minshew was up there, it's like we're gonna throw the ball more. I, I don't like their game planning throughout the season. I think they have probably the most talented roster left in the playoffs. Maybe the most talented roster in the league. Mm-hmm. But their game planning is not good, um, and it's left them. It's left them in tough spots. I mean, you saw the game on Week 18. You saw the Week 18 game when Davis Mills was finding every weak spot in this defense because this defense decided to go in a in a fucking soft deep zone the whole game mm-hmm. um, for whatever reason. Just give him whatever he wanted. Really, it's up to deep ball. Um, which I guess you're thinking, rookie quarterback, he's going to try to find weaknesses in a deep ball or whatever, but I, I didn't get it. Um, I think Jalen Hood should be good to go, but yeah. the injury risk is high. So, Connor, now talk to me. Who's your game pick? Who do you, what, what, what are you thinking in this game? Um, I got to lean. I lean Giants to cover. Um, I'm kind of leaning Giants to win. I just think, uh, I don't know. I think Daniel Jones is running the ball more than ever. That is true. Um, he looks think, very good. Uh, I think Saquon will have an awesome game. I don't trust this this Philly run defense that much. I mean, they had an awesome start to the season. Um, I think uh, having having Charlie Gardner Johnson back expectedly is huge um, for this Eagles defense. Because he's kind of your ball hawk there. And right, and I and here's the thing for me when I look at Philly. Sorry to interrupt you, but Philadelphia's secondary for me is leagues above Minnesota's secondary. And the one thing the Giants, if you watch that Giants-Minnesota game, like how many receivers were not just open, but were wide open. These, these guys didn't have players around them for yards. And, and I just – I, I I just Connor, I just don't think that the Giants are going to see that level of success against Minnesota. And you have to remember, Minnesota's offense still put up twenty four points in that game. They still played a very good offensive game. Defensively, they were just abysmal. The Eagles have a decent pass rush, and they have a better secondary. And I just think that that's going to be a lot for the Giants to handle again away from home in Philadelphia. I'm going to take the Eagles. Are you taking the Giants? I'm taking the Giants. I'm going two over the touchdown spread upsets. I just I just think the Giants match up well. I, I think Jalen Hurts is not 100% despite what they say. I trust matchups more. I don't trust James Bradbury in one-on-one coverage. Um, but with yeah. who? With Darius Slayton? I trust him with Darius Slayton. No, I think I think if you if the Eagles play a similar defense they did in Week 18, then it's completely going to be um, a deep ball. Uh, uh, sorry, a short route finding the guys that could date against Minnesota for most of that game. Right. If Minnesota, if they change the defense, which they should, try to go more man. I think Darius Slayton over the top over James Bradbury any day of the week. Um, All right. I. I Let's yeah, talk Bengals Bills 3 p.m. CBS. Uh, Connor, you know this is a rematch of a game from a couple of weeks ago that was not played. 
Both these teams looked a little bit iffy in their wild card round matchups. Bills obviously gave up 31 points at home to Skylar Thompson. The Bengals won by a defensive touchdown against the Ravens at home. So both these teams did not look. Here's the thing to me, dude. The Ravens defense was never bad this season. It's like, sure, they have Tyler Huntley out there, but it's not like Miami where like the whole team collapsed that season. Like their defense has never, the most points they gave up in a game was to what the Bengals with that 27 or maybe the the Dolphins come back early in the season. Mm Mm-hmm. So, so what well, I mean, matchups was, and I've talked about this game for a little while now because basically, I, I predicted this matchup to happen. This was actually the only matchup that I actually well, I picked a, predicted Jags and Chiefs, I guess, um, in my bracket. In my bracket, I did. Okay, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I put it in a bracket. If I put it in my official bracket before the playoffs start, that oh, those are those then become. No, no, absolutely not. But Connor and I will disagree about that another time. The Bengals and Bills are a matchup that I saw coming. And I predicted the Bengals to win this matchup. I think that Lou Anaromo and this Bengals defense are the most underrated defense left in the playoffs. They are sneakily good. I also happen to really like the Bengals offense against this Bills defense. I think the Bills just matchup-wise, don't play very well to the Bengals' strengths. Like, the Bengals, their offensive line did not look great last game, but the Bills haven't had the best pass rush. I really do like Joe Burrow. I like Jamar Chase. I like T. Higgins. I like the weapons. Joe Mixon looked great running the ball against the Ravens, so I hope they do that more against the Bills because the Bills' run defense, again, is not as good. I think I think one thing to note on that O-line is – Jonah Williams went out very early in the game and let Tampa didn't play. They're both questionable. Mm-hmm. That those are they, were, they still won't have Leia Collins, but but those two are questionable. Yeah, those two are big for me. I mean, I, I, no, no. If, go if ahead. You have um, if you have Ed Oliver up front and it's like Cordell. I uh, would. I don't even know who is starting at good. Max Shoping. At good, you're not going to have a fun day. That's a Ted Thomas. No, not absolutely not. You need you need to have some solid Tampa offense pieces. Tampa is not that big a guy, but but Ed Oliver has really taken advantage through his unexpected speed, and I think Alex Kappa, uh, your your humble state um, guard here, will will be a very big piece if he's healthy, especially against Ed Oliver, who was incredible that last year. Yeah. Um, now, talk to me about the Bills. What are the Bills' strengths going into this game? How do you see them tar- uh, playing against the Bengals? I think the one thing for the Bills this season is they have some weird matchups where um, Josh Allen throws picks and they make it close against not-so-good teams and lose against the Jets and whatnot. But any really big game, any really big matchup you're looking at this season... Except for the Vikings. Um, yeah, but what's that even that mega matchup? I mean, I, I thought it was. Game, I guess, but like, I'm looking at them playing your, your top, the empty Kansas City, then playing Baltimore when Baltimore was undefeated early in the season, then going against Tennessee, who was just the one seed, just 
I don't like any of those matchups for for comparison, Con. I think that's a weak argument. I like the I think the Chiefs matchup you're on the spot with, but I think the Baltimore matchup I don't like. I like that for comparison, and I really don't like the Titans matchup. That team was falling apart. This was this was a Baltimore team that did beat the Bengals. The week after that loss. Yeah, but we all know that AFC North matchups are weird. The Bengals also lost to the Steelers and Browns this season. All right, that happens in the AFC North. It happens all the time. Just like, just, just like how I'm not bringing up how the Bills lost to the Jets and Dolphins because it's a divisional matchup, right? Like, if I were bringing those up and say, well, listen, the Bills, they lost to two pretty bad teams. Like, I'm not bringing those up because I, 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 I don't hold those against the Bills because they're a divisional matchup. I'm just talking common matchups that look like the big, when you look at Buffalo, the big games, not the ones you're kind of going in like, eh, who cares? Um, the big games, they always come up big, it feels like. Um, and Josh Allen doesn't have his collapses in, the, in those biggest games. The, the Dolphins game a few weeks ago, uh, while they still had Tua and everything, Josh Allen threw for four touchdowns with the lead rusher. Um, and got it done. Right. Game. I, think, I think the Bills have an ability to close out games a lot better than they had in previous years. Um, obviously, some of these multi-pick games come up, but, but usually right. those are still games that they end up winning. Uh, listen, that's my concern. That's been my concern all playoffs with the Bills. I feel like this Bills team constantly, Josh Allen reliant, and then he makes he's going to probably make one, maybe two really bad decisions, and he makes a couple of bad decisions every game. Not all of those turn out to be interceptions. But this Bengals defense has a very good pass rush with Sam Hubbard and Trey Hendrickson. They, I think they have a decent interior line with DJ Reader. I like their cornerbacks. I don't love their cornerbacks. I like their cornerbacks. They're okay. Eli Apple's okay. Um, Hilton is okay. I like their linebackers. I don't love their linebackers. I like Jesse Bates. I don't love Jesse Bates. But they're good on the defensive line, which I think is really important. Uh, I'm going to take the Bengals. Connor, who are you taking in this matchup? Uh, I'm going to be rooting for the Bengals. I, I really want the Bengals to win. I think uh, Bengals might be my favorite to win the Super Bowl, like if I were to root for a team at this point. Um, but I just don't see them beating the Bills here. Uh, I think they they got off slow and then had a really, really easy stretch of games with some games that it's like – I mean, if that team looks decently better, are you winning that game? Kansas City's a big win there, but like, I, I look at games where just Joe Burrow just kind of doesn't doesn't move the needle for me more than Josh Allen would. Yeah, I mean that's true, but I feel like the Bengals going to this game, and this is the last thing I'll say before we take a break and get to the final game. The Bengals as a team feel like this game should be a neutral site game, right? They are. Yeah, and it should be a neutral side. And by the way, it should be. And I think they're angry about that, and rightfully so. So I feel like if there's one – now I know the Bengals are – now the Bills are playing for DeMar Hamlin. But the Bengals definitely are going to be a little bit – like they're going to feel like they got a chip on the shoulder. They're, they got the underdog mentality in this game. Buffalo is favored by five, which I think is crazy. Like I think it should be minus three if that. Um I just think that Cincinnati, they've got a little bit extra to play for. They got to prove themselves a little bit, even I though I don't think the Bengals have that attitude. No one on this team strikes me as having that attitude. I don't know, man. I feel like Joey B. I feel like Zach T. I feel like T H. Sorry, that was. No, this is a team who's gonna come in. They're gonna come in 
saying we are the better team, we can win this anyway. It's not we're trying to make an underdog fight. It's not a team that, that will play off that chip. It's a team that No, I don't think that they're trying to play as the underdog. I'm trying to say that they're trying to say that, hey, listen. I don't think they have that mentality. I don't know. I, I think maybe. I could be wrong. We can, we can win this regardless of where it is. I think whether both. This should be a neutral side. Either way, I think both give you momentum. All right, Connor and I are going to take a short break. We're going to be right back with uh, Cowboys Niners. You're taking the Bills for sure? All right. The Bills officially. All right, officially. Welcome back. All right, Cowboys, Niners, Santa Clara, Connor. I was, listen, as, as good as the Cowboys may have looked. All right, first off. Cowboys Bucks was the most, I have to say, probably the worst overall coach game of the entire playoffs. So bad, dude. The, the, man. Not only, not only were the Bucks, not only were the ba- Bucks badly coached, but the Cowboys and again, I know I may be a little biased, but I saw maybe four or five occasions where Vita Vea was being blatantly held, or Anthony Nelson was being blatantly held. That is really the storyline for me going into this game. The main storyline of this game is the Cowboys have had the refs on their side all season trying to push them as a front. The Niners have had maybe the biggest ref out of the season as of late, pushing them and trying to push them. So who – so who, who gets the calls? Right, so who gets the calls? Um, I don't know. It's hard to say. If the Eagles win, I feel like the Cowboys got to get more calls because – they want that Cowboys Eagles. They want that matchup. And by the way, I kind of do too. I kind of do too. Um, Dak Prescott looks solid. Don't get me wrong. Dak Prescott looked good against that Bucks defense. Um, the Bucks defensive game planning it was absolutely miserable. I mean, what? Okay. the The biggest question that I have is why does Todd Bowles have like three or four of his cornerbacks playing 10 yards off of his receivers when they need five yards to get a first down. Makes no why, sense. Why is he not playing his best graded player on the team and the guy who stood in that corner every single game this season? He's only a special team in that game. Yeah. It, 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 listen, was- I, I think Dak played okay. I mean, listen, the receivers were wide open. Like, he didn't make any crazy throws where I was like, Wow, what a good throw, Dak. I mean, he should have been picked off in the end zone on that one play where Michael Gallup had a touchdown, but stepped out of bounds. But then because of his tip, now he's able to come back in and catch it for some odd reason. I never have heard that rule before. I guess it's a rule. Maybe they made it. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I still don't get that. Uh, it's a rule in unlike kickoffs. I right. Guess, but that's only if you push out of bounds. Right, and they're also not catching the ball. But. Uh, but we digress. I don't get the ruling. And they still haven't explained it. They're just like, oh, yeah, I guess Colton David just touched the ball, so he's allowed to catch that. Now, okay. Matchup-wise, I like the Niners in this game. I think the Niners do a lot of things well. I think that their defense is – is listen, they've had the top defense in the league this season. I don't love their cornerbacks. I think they're – listen, I think the Niners' defense is overrated. However, they have Nick Bosa who's going to get after the quarterbacks. They have their star pass rusher. They have a good defensive line. Uh, Fred Warner didn't really have a great game against Seattle. He played okay, but I feel like he's probably going to have a good game against the Cowboys. Um, You know, I I like the San Fran defense. I think D'Amico Ryans is a very solid coach. I think he's a great coordinator. I think he does a good job with the Niners defense. And I feel like the Cowboys are not going to be putting up 
the same same type of points that they're going to be put, they put up against the Bucks. I just I don't. Even s- if they put up those points, even if they put up thirty-one points, I still think the Niners win that game. Yeah, I still feel like the Niners. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree. The 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 Cowboys after that game, you look at it and you say like, what a run defense there, right? Um, I, I I was not impressed with their run defense. I just think Leonard Fournette is slow and fast. Yeah, I mean, listen. Personally. Rashad White had some very good runs. Oh, on the runs where the Buccaneers offense actually, like, hit their blocking Rashad, assignments. Yeah, Rashad White was going ahead. Right. The Niners are lying so much better. Than, right. Than, than, well, I mean, you have Trent Williams and Kyle Juszczyk, who are easily the best in the NFL at their respective positions. I mean, like, Keith versus Kyle Juszczyk, I mean, that's not even – that shouldn't even be a comparison. Like, I mean, the, Donovan Smith the, the versus Cowboys. Trent – Donovan Smith versus Trent Williams, Connor. I mean, come on, that's ridiculous. Like, that's not even a, a comparison. The Cowboys just had fourth string unknown running back Jared Patterson put up eighty yards on them. Yeah, um, I so think, I think Christian McCaffrey is going to have one of the best playoff performances we will ever see. From and him. I also think here's my other thing about the Cowboys: they don't deal with tight ends very well. Like, if you notice how the Cowboys played tight ends, they're not great against tight ends. And Brock Purdy's favorite target has. I think it's been George Kittle. I I think Ayuk's been very good, but I think his favorite target for me at least has been George Kittle. George Kittle's made all the big plays. He's at, listen, I hope Brock Purdy starts next season so I can draft George Kittle and he'll be the best tight end in football or in fantasy football because he's been fantastic these past couple weeks. The Niners, to me, they they played a very good close, like first half, first, first three quarters against the Seattle Seahawks. But we all felt that that was going to be a close matchup. But in that fourth quarter, Connor, the Niners absolutely opened the game up. They made a lot of big plays. And, again, I like the Niners in this one. I'm with you on that. I think that the Cowboys, you know, uh, listen, in retrospect, like the Bucs, we knew they weren't a good team. We just picked the Bucs because we were, A, rooting for them a little bit. We liked the matchups, and we thought that the Bucs wouldn't, you know, shoot themselves in the foot repeatedly throughout the entire game coaching-wise. Um, you know, I like I like the Niners. They're at home. I feel like my I think the coaching that listen, everyone on the Cowboys right now is like, oh my god, look how good the Cowboys are. I really, you know, yeah, I, I thought you were gonna pick the Cowboys here. No, I'm not. I'm not. I, I listen. You pick the yeah, I may root for the Cowboys, but I'm not picking the Cowboys. I just, I, I, I cannot go and get behind Mike McCarthy's coaching. I don't love Kellen Moore. Two straight games in a row to be a good head, like a good coordinator. I like Dan Quinn, but I feel like he might be a little bit overmatched in this game with the Niners' offensive capabilities. I'm gonna roll with the Niners, Connor. I mean, what's your take? Give me. I know you picked the Niners. Boil it down for give, me, though. Give me a 2011 NFC Championship rematch: Niners Giants. Um, Giants went on to win that Super Bowl. Um, give me. Give me Brock Purdy. Dak Prescott had a good game. He's throwing two picks this game. I mean, be freaking real. Congrats on throwing it to to a coverage where guys don't even know which way they're running. Congrats, um, congrats on throwing it to CD Lamb, who literally was not covered the entire play. Yeah, like uh, you can shack that up to good play calling by Kellen Moore. I'd call that just worse play calling by Todd Balls. That was one of the worst defensively coached games for a guy who was a. Super Bowl defensive coordinator for fuck's sake. Yeah. Um, 
All right, so you're taking the Niners for sure? I'm taking the Niners. I think Christian McCaffrey's going to have over 200 all-purpose yards and maybe a touchdown or two. All right, you heard it. It's going to be McCaffrey. Folks, folks, you have heard it here first. Connor DiBiase, you're taking the Niners. I'm kidding. Connor DiBiase's taking the Niners to defeat the Cowboys. So that means you're... If, if, well, I guess we really can't, because Connor and I didn't agree on almost every pick. We can't really do a matchups wise, but, uh, that's, a, you know, that's the way we think it's going to boil down. I mean, we'll see. I mean, either Connor or I are going to be like looking great after this weekend. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. or someone would take the lead this weekend. Most likely. Yeah. All right. Thank you all for listening to another episode of the master plan. Excited for the divisional round. Hopefully we get some good games. Thank you all for listening and have a great day. Thank you to Connor for joining, by the way. Sorry, I forget that sometimes. All right. Thank you all for listening. Have a great day. The game on the line. One shot. Who would you rather have taking it? Iggy or Curry? Of everyone on Golden State. Open shot. Fate of the universe on the line. Or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth. You better hit it. I want Iguodala.